Hello and welcome to another episode of the Undetected Narcissist. And this actually is bonus material because today I was going to teach you a few techniques of how to release trauma memories and how to support you if you let's say you're struggling with going to sleep and your mind won't be quiet because that's very, very common when you are trying to recover from psychological abuse or if you've just had a really stressful day and your mind is in that on that hamster wheel just going around and around and around. So I want to teach you a few um, techniques that I teach my clients that could possibly better support you in clearing your mind, getting a good night's sleep, and possibly um, changing some trauma memories for you. And it's best to do it when the memories actually are, are fresh and new in, in the moment, and I'll kind of ex explain that more in details um, as we go on. And this is totally unscripted, so just to let all of you know. So the first one is is kind of fun, and I have used it many, many times, especially when the there's a person that's gotten under my skin and has irritated me or got me pissed off or frustrated or I'm just puzzled. I mean, it could be an array of negative emotions, but let's say you're lying there in bed and you're stewing, you're festering on whatever bothered you, what someone said or did or along those lines. And what you're going to do is, and I know this sounds odd, but trust me, it feels really, really good when you do this. You're going to imagine a toilet in your mind. I know, sounds crazy. But what you're going to do is whatever that situation or that person, whatever it is that's interfering with your ability to sleep and shut your mind down, I want you to flush it down the toilet, okay? And so if it's a person, just say, hey, I'm letting you go. I'm choosing me. I need sleep. I need peace of mind. I'm letting you go right now. And just flush them down the toilet. You use all your imagination, even see the water swirling and spinning around, hear the sound of the flush, whatever way you can make it as real as possible and vivid in your imagination and your mind, do it, okay? And even if it feels good to do it, this is, I know you're probably surprised I'm going to say this, but if it makes you feel a little bit of like spitefully good that you can imagine this in your mind, go with it, okay? You're not physically hurting anybody. You're just flushing them down the toilet. You're just releasing them from your mind, all right? And do that a few times. Literally do it a few times. You can take the whole scenario and imagine putting it in a bubble and you're gonna flush it down. And if you wanna take the you know, images, pictures of the, the situation and see yourself cutting it into all these little pieces or break, you know, just ripping the paper up and throw it in the toilet and then flush it down. Okay. You do not want to imagine the toilet gets clogged. Okay. Cause that's, you know, that will not be fun. All right. You just want to imagine that you have the ability to just flush all that. Cause to me it's crap. All right. It's interfering with your sleep. 
it's interfering with your peace of mind, just let that crap go. Okay. And then when you start to feel that sense of relief, and and you'll know it, it won't have that kind of sting anymore, or it won't feel like it's a festering wound. Let's just say I know I'm picking descriptive words. But when you're able to feel that sense of relief, then you know, you've actually accomplished something. Okay. And then what I tell people to do is play some meditation music, or listen to a guided meditation or listen to a hypnosis recording, just listen to something that's going to clear your mind. Because what I really find helpful for me is when I have trouble sleeping, I've got to listen to someone else. Because when I can listen to someone else, it teaches my brain to be quiet, to listen, to shut down and to just surrender and go with the flow. And I know some people say they have a really, really hard time doing that. But there is some guided relaxation processes out there that are great. There's ones that um, take you on a visual vacation to a tropical island or to the mountains or to a waterfall or you're camping, you're hiking or even sitting by a fireplace. But there's just really neat, neat ones that you can pick that just gives you the opportunity to do something different. Okay. And that's the whole thing about this is it's just doing something different because the one of the areas I noticed that I personally and everyone that I have worked with when it comes to trauma and PTSD, sleep was the number one thing everyone, everyone, including I struggled with. Okay. So the toilet one is really good. And then listening to once you feel that relief, then listening to something else that just gives you a quiet mind and distracts you and diffuses the tension that's keeping you up at night and the worrisome thoughts. It's just kind of like soothing and smoothing everything out so you can get a successful, peaceful, deep sleep at night. All right. Now, the other one that I want to teach you is, it's very similar to an NLP technique. And the really cool thing I want to teach you about this one is our minds don't know the difference between reality and reality. Okay, it doesn't know, it doesn't really know the difference. And they did this really cool study, you can Google it if you want. But they had let's say, I think it was a dozen people, maybe more in this study, but half of the group went to the gym and actually just for a month worked on building their bicep. They spent like 10 minutes a day, you know, just going to the gym, I think it was, and just working on their bicep. Then they had the other study group, same amount of people, just sit on the couch and visualize that they were going to the gym with every detail and that they were holding that weight and they were curling it and squeezing their biceps and <clears throat> the whole thing. Really, really precise details. I mean, to every detail, the amount of the weight, how many reps, you know, seeing the muscle strain, feeling the muscle strain, you know, in the body. 
And what was so cool is at the end of the study, the people that just sat on the couch and visualized it actually build muscle mass in their bicep. I know it was, I was blown away at the same time. Golfers use it. Um, I have done recordings for people a lot on the area of sports performance. So for boxing, gymnastics, basketball, um, golf, archery, chess, I mean, you name it, you can dance, you can use it in so many different ways. Guitar, it's just, it's really, really cool how the mind works. So when we have a traumatic memory, how it becomes triggered or embedded within our body is when we go to sleep at night and we get our REM sleep, we're not processing it correctly. Our brain isn't processing it the way that it should and it gets stuck. Okay. And it's kind of like it can be stuck on this loop. And so with this technique, what I'm going to have you do is I'm going to have you take yourself to a safe spot in your mind. Okay. You really, really want to be in a safe place when you do this. And when you view the memory that you have, I want you to view it from an outside perspective. It's not inside you. It's almost like you're in a movie theater watching it on a screen. Okay. This is a situation that there's no emotional triggers at all. All right. You're just seeing it as if a movie is playing. And so you recall that image of wherever the location is. You don't have to have action. You don't have to have sound. So you just pull up that image. And when you have that image, make it black and white in your mind right away. Black and white. No sound, no movement. And then I want you to push it a little further away from you. So it's almost like a picture frame and you push it away. Then I want you to blur it. Now I want you to distort it. And know that it has no value over you right now. And I want you, if you can, think of the diamond in the rough that that experience, what lesson did it teach you? Because every negative experience we have, there's always a lesson in there for us. And it could be that I needed more confidence or I needed to speak my truth or I didn't stand up for myself or I didn't set healthy boundaries or I was just in the wrong place at the right time or I didn't listen to my intuition and, um, and I knew I shouldn't have gone there or I shouldn't have done that or I shouldn't have said it. Whatever it is, just get that insight that you need, okay? There's no shame. There's no blame here. It's just information because you don't want to repeat it again, all right? And so once you have that information and it's distorted, it's blurred, it's black and white, no movement, no sound, and you can almost make it barely recognizable, I want you to push it all the way back, far, far, far back, and then see it explode into all these little tiny particles and it's gone. And now in front of you, I want you to imagine what you would have liked to have happened. If you could rewrite the script, what would you see? 
How would you talk? How would you feel? And play that scenario right now in your mind with every detail you possibly can. Every detail. Sound, color, lights, everything. And make it really, really close up front. And breathe it in. What would you smell? What would you hear? How would you feel? And embody it. Literally, like, bring it inside of you. It's not outside of you. Bring it inside of you. And feel that strength. And then take a picture of that image and let it softly settle on your heart. And just place your hand on your heart and know that it's there. Okay? And now I want you to think of that situation again. Is it still painful? Does it still sting? Are you still irritated by it? I want you to repeat this process over and over and over and over. And what you'll notice is each time you do it, it loses its grasp on you. It loses its sting. Like, you know, if you got a bee sting, it literally makes it less impactful. And so you might have to do it five times. You might have to do it six times. But each time you do it and you blur it and you distort it and you push it away and you create that positive scenario, positive scenario, you are rewiring your brain really what you're doing. And you can drift yourself off to sleep if you want at the end of the night, knowing that, hey, I feel better. And and this is a new scenario and a new situation for me. And I got to tell you, I did that one for one gentleman that was, um, was abused by two men in an alley. And when he finally came to see me, he was like in his 60s. And he gave me an amazing testimonial. He was like, oh my God, I wish I would have done this 30 years ago because he was he was scared of men. He was scared to be around, you know, men socially or hang out with, you know, male coworkers and stuff. I mean, he got really, really traumatized. And so that is a really good technique that I, I had him do. I had him totally change the scenario and create a new one. And he could alter it each and every time. And when I say this, I don't want to say this in the wrong way, but hopefully you'll get it. So all of us have parts, okay? And you've, if you've listened to me before, you've always heard me, you know, hear me say, I love parts. I love parts therapy. And if you know anything about IFS, internal family systems, that is all about the parts that are inside of us. So when you do that scenario and you're creating a new one, there might be a part in you that's angry, still really, really angry at the person and you want to do something nasty to them. Well, you can, if that's what that part needs, you can do that. You're not physically hurting the person in any way, but if you need to see that you punch them or you kick them or I'm... <laughs> I'm not going to get into details, but you, I hope you know where I'm coming from. That can give you a sense of relief. And then you can literally tell that part that, okay, we are done with this. 
we have got our justice. We are done with this. Now we're just going to love us. Now we're going to take care of us. And now we're no longer going to be um, angry or bitter or mad or resentful anymore. I'm just going to let it go. And sometimes, yes, there's that part of you that needs that, you know, that justice. And Trust me, when I, I was going through the stuff I did with my, you know, my kiddo's dad, there was moments where my imagination went, you know, went wild and, and I let it do it. And then I told it, okay, you got what you needed. So we got it out of our system. Now let's focus on really what we do want to create. And then that's where the positive comes in, okay? It really, really does. So if you feel that urge that you need to do that just in your mind, then get it out. Get it out in, in your mind. Um, it's better to do it in your mind than to do it in real life, as you know, because you can get hurt and someone else can get hurt and your kids can get hurt and don't want to go there. So that's why I always say when it comes to dumping that toxic stuff from your mind, do it. And that's why I love the, the toilet one, because you can be good and, and mad and pissed and just be like, take this, I'm going to flush you down. And you can feel that bit of satisfaction there. Okay. So I hope this helps you guys um, in, in some way and in some form. But really, really using your mind to better support you so you can sleep is really important. And there is another way that you can kind of go about and do it. Um, I know on YouTube there are some EMDR videos on there. And I've done it before where I just found one where I watched the little... Um, ball go back and forth and back and forth. And I would highly suggest Googling EMDR because um, it's quite fascinating work. But what I would do is sometimes I would just stare at that little ball and I would remember the traumatic experience that I had and I would just process it going back and forth, back and forth, watching it, feeling how it was inside of my body but then also, if my mind wanted to go and change the scenario, I let my mind go and change the scenario. And I would go with that. And then when I felt that sense of relief where I wasn't as mad or disappointed or worry or fear of some, whatever the negative emotion was, then I would shift into the positive. And that's the most important thing in all of this that I'm talking about today is if you need to spew out that negative stuff, then just spew it out. But always, always end with the positive because that's where you want to, you want to feel is where you want to be. And if you remember me talking about the map of consciousness, it's just raising you up from that place of anger up to where you feel empowered and you have courage and then you feel, you know, hopeful and you feel optimistic and that's where you want to end your set point. That's the place you want to be when you drift off into sleep because then 
you're going to sleep better. You're going to have better dreams if you remember your dreams. And you're going to have more restful sleep. So I hope this has been a great bonus material for you all. And I want everyone to have a lovely day. And thank you for listening. Okay, take care. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,